This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. McCann will sit up real late so the runner on second base can't relay to the hitter the location. That runner at seconds is Simmons. He represents the go-ahead run. Pennington, pinch runner, represents the tying run at third. Espinosa ready for a 3-2. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on a changeup, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take three out of four from the Angels, winning this afternoon 2-1. Now, another Astros podcast. Well, it's fantastic pitching this whole series. The Angels only seven runs in those four games. Five of those came on Tuesday. And a big moment, Chris Davinsky picking up this save. Astros hang on to win it. As the Astros able to take the series, they've won seven of their last eight games. And we're joined now by our Lexus player of the game. That's Jake Marisnik. Had a big home run in the fifth inning. And Jake, your first time up in the second, you grounded out, but you hit the ball hard. You hit one hard down the left field line. Just missed an extra base hit. Would have driven in a couple of runs. And uh, but you came through in that in that fifth inning. Hit another ball hard. This time over the fence. Uh, yeah, that first at bat, I got a chance to see some of his pitches, and uh, I mean, he just kind of left one up there that uh, first pitch of that second at bat, so I was able to take advantage of it. Jake, I saw you this morning. What did I tell you in the hallway? You remember? Uh, that was something positive. Hit a homer. Hit a homer. That's right. <laughs> I felt like you hit that for That's me, right. and, and I was hoping that you would point at me as soon as you crossed home plate, but you denied That's me. That's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next time I'll pick you up. <laughs> well, you know, it's, we were talking about it during the game, Jake. You've played in all but two games for the Astros this year, but in seven of those games, you've you haven't even gotten an at bat. You've come in a lot late for defense, so had to feel good for you not only to contribute but also to, to be able to, to play the entire game. Uh, yeah, you know, um, just finding a way to stay ready. And, uh, I mean, it was it was easy out there to kind of be on our toes and, and be ready to go with the way these guys threw. I mean, McCullers and uh, Devo were unbelievable and kept us in rhythm all game. And uh, it's easy to play behind that, and it's, it's fun to do. You get a pretty good inclination, Jake, of what kind of stuff McCullers has on, on a given night when uh, just right out of the shoot, the, the slider, the fastball, it looks like it's exploding. Uh, when it's all working, it's it's fun to watch back there in center yep. field. You can see kind of what he's trying to do and what he's doing. And, the swings guys are taking on them, and uh, I mean it's it's a lot of fun to watch him and him and Devo were awesome tonight. Hey Jake, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the home run and on the victory. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Jake drills this one deep to left field, and you can kiss it goodbye. Over the Landry's Crawford boxes, a home run for Jake Marisnik, his second of the year, and it's two to nothing Astros. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros manager AJ Hinch. Nice win yesterday. Nice series win over the Angels and a, and a good way to, to finish off that homestand yesterday, a victory where you really had to had to put at least enough offense together and got really good pitching. No, it was a good series for us. And, you know, we talk all the time about winning homestands and winning winning road trips and winning series. And, and we got a little bit of everything in the last couple of weeks. We had a winning road trip, won a lot of series, or both series on the road, and then come to come home and, and have a winning homestand and a winning series. So, Though you put a lot of those together and you end up having successful months and successful halves and successful seasons. So, um, you know, very pleased with three out of four. Lance McCullers was outstanding yesterday, six and two thirds shutout innings. And 
you, we always talk about the fastball command with him, and we've even seen him get some strikeouts now on that fastball when, when he utilizes it in the right way in two strike counts. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to watch him evolve as a pitcher. You know, last year, uh, predominantly breaking balls all the time, and I think the league, as they try to adjust, they try to get on time with him. He's had a couple breaking balls this season that were hit hard, which is not his norm, but um, he's adjusting back to the league and, and mixing his pitches a little better. His changeup was exceptional yesterday. Uh, he threw some finished fastballs. Guys are fouling balls over our dugout, right-handed hitters. So um, I think he's showing the league that, that he's going to adjust to whatever game plan you have. And, and that punch-out breaking ball is in his hip pocket. The hitter knows it. He knows it. And he still piled up quite a few strikeouts yesterday. And it seems like he's also showing the ability to, at times, maybe even add and subtract off that fastball. I know the one that he struck Trout on, the elevated fastball, I think that was at 96. And, you know, there were times when he was pitching at around 93, 94. So that, that's also showing the evolution. Yeah, he's maturing. And, and I think that, that the ability to, to dial it up when he needs to and, and, and finish hitters, you know, when he senses the moment and having a couple extra miles per hour in his, in his arsenal is really good. I think the um, you know, him watching some of our older pitchers, Brian McCann has been a, a good influence on him. But uh, more than anything, I think Lance is becoming a complete pitcher. You brought in Chris Davinsky after McCullers. He got the final out of the seventh inning, one, two, three, eighth inning. Brought him back out for the ninth. Of course, you have lots of options for the ninth inning. What made you decide to stick with Devo? Yeah, it's hard to take him out of the game. You know, when he's hot like he's been and, and making his pitches and the number of swing and misses that he's getting, um, I just didn't want to take the ball away from him. You know, I felt like he was a, one of our best options. And, and, and I know I'm challenging conventional wisdom on, on using your roles and your, and, your, and your bullpen in a certain way. But he's one of the best weapons in the big leagues, uh, specifically in the last couple of weeks when, when he's been, when, been doing so well. Um, so for the day yesterday, the best matchup against the top of the order was keeping Devo in. And, you know, got into a little bit of trouble in, in that ninth inning, but, but still able to work out of it. And even still, I mean, even in a situation like that, if things had gotten a little more out of hand, you had Ken Giles up, you still had Gregerson Harris, still a few options there. Yeah, I trust Devo as much as anybody, but I, at the same time, I, I think bringing in another reliever in uh, to try to bail him out would, would have been necessary if he'd gotten into a little bit more trouble. But he never really lost command. He never he got had a little bit of trouble, made a bad pitch to Trout, ended up with a home run, uh, got a couple base runners, but... Uh, came through with a with a with a perfectly executed three two change up to uh, Espinoza, and we walk out of there with a nice win. AJ Hinch, thanks for joining us. You got it. Back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Have a question for the booth? Email your comments to radio at astros.com. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks fielding your baseball questions. Radio at astros.com. I'm with Will Harris, relief pitcher for the Astros, and I've got a money making scheme, and you and I. I think you'll make a lot of money with this. You ready? I'm in. All right, remember the 1990 Nasty Boys with the Reds? Yes. Let's think of a name for you guys out in the bullpen. Me and you would make a lot of shirts and we'd get rich by the time the playoffs come around. You good? <laughs> Let's uh, think of a name right now. You got a name? No, I How don't. How about the, the Goose Egg Boys? You, you in for that? Uh, hey, whatever y'all want to call it. I don't know if they made it up themselves back in the day with the, with the Reds, but uh, yeah, man. We got a good group. It's worth, worth naming maybe. How about the carve station? You guys are out there just carving guys up. Hey, come on, man. Let's make some money. Hey, I like that. I like the carve station. That's pretty good. Let's act like some fan made it up. That way we can get it out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we don't, we don't, yeah we'll just take the money. My son was born. I wanted to name him Justin Case. 
just in case he was a relief pitcher later on. <laughs> Would your wife ever go for that? No, no. She's got all the names picked out of all of our future children, so I wouldn't. she wouldn't go for that. You have no say in the matter? Uh, small say. I, I like my son's name, Jack. I think we, we both uh, agreed on that one, yeah. which was good. All right, Will, getting off to a, a strong start for you once again as an Astro, what is it coming out of spring training? Because you were working on stuff. You didn't feel great in the middle of spring training, but it, it all came together. Yeah, you know, I had little nagging injuries that kind of weren't allowing me to really, like, progress with my stuff that I wanted to, you know, work on and things like that. I was more trying to get healthy when I was out there pitching and not actually mm. trying to get hitters out. Uh, and so about three-quarters of the way through spring training, I got my groin and everything kind of lined up and was able to finish strong, kind of felt like myself, uh, Velocity wasn't there, but I could tell my stuff was there. My arm was feeling good, and I was pretty confident that once the season started that, you know, it would it would be there. You know, relievers, we kind of have to – it's a little bit of a leap of faith for us, man. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't – some some guys can come out and, and throw as hard as they did the last day of the year last year, their first spring training outing. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. So, for me, it's kind of trust the process thing, try and get my body right, and <laughs> hopefully when the lights come on in April – the velocity is there and the stuff is there and uh so far it's been there so yeah. you know there'll be bumps in the road no doubt i mean it's a long year yeah. but uh when you're 32 you're kind of wondering like um oh, maybe i'm not gonna throw as hard this year <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know there's always that doubt though there is a doubt there yeah. is a doubt you know it's like maybe i'm gonna have to do the, the k-rod and like learn a really good change up like he's been able to do and add on another eight years to his career you know yeah. but uh but no it's uh it was good you know i just uh doing my same thing that i try and do every year and so far so good and for you just thinking back maybe five or six years ago when we were talking about this earlier where you were you were working at the batting cages tell the folks what you were doing five or six years ago you're a late bloomer yeah you know I was a late bloomer I'll never forget you know uh when I made my debut I was 27 years old mm -hmm. and uh Raphael Bedencourt was the closer for the uh Rockies at that time yeah and Your teammate. my teammate and Rafi you know was kind of told me hey man you know I made my debut when I was 27 too mm -hmm. and at the time he was you know 36 or however age he was and yeah. was closing you know not just a reliever you know but was you know having a lot of success elite, yeah. elite pitcher in the big leagues you know and so that was kind of like a cool little moment for me of like hey like maybe my window can be longer That's you know so, some guys do do late bloom you know and so but yeah I mean I was grinding out in the minor leagues man I had a lot of injuries um you know had a lot of odd in jobs in the off seasons and uh you know I've been I work from Ruchi Back Company I've been a janitor my uncle's buildings that his company owns downtown you know i've cleaned windows i've i've done it all man i mean i've i picked up trash in a law office and the guy had my lsu baseball cards on the wall okay and i was like hope this guy didn't recognize me right now you know but uh you know so i've you know i've done it all you know and it's it was great because like now man like i appreciate it you know i mean i see people you know if someone doesn't want to make eye contact with me if you know they have maybe an on in job or whatever and they feel like they're lower than me it's like hey man listen like I'm you <laughs> like yeah. I just got enough lucky enough break that you know that I get to play baseball for a few years but uh yeah it was great man I wouldn't change it my uh my path definitely uh definitely helped me out uh for you know me raising my kids yep there you go well that's Will Harris Will is it Great start again for you guys and for the team thanks for thanks for catching up yeah no problem thanks this has been a production of the Houston Astros Radio Network